No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Word Bros. I'm Kevin Cuff. I'm Bob France. And together, Kevin and I write comics and do this podcast. And interview cool people. We like, do. We do. We've been getting really lucky with our interviews. So I mean, happy about it. I don't want to jinx it because we've had some really great guests lately. But we've had some really great guests lately. And the trend will continue today. It will. It gets even better, like if if that's possible. If it's possible to make our podcast even better than it was before, it happens today. Kevin, believe me, it's it's way possible to make our podcast better. I believe you. So this week we have the Chain to the Grave crew, uh, which is a book by IDW. It's really beautiful. It's a beautiful book. Like we can't stress that enough. This thing just pops off the page. It's really great. But Chain to the Grave, the posse, because I guess a posse is a good word for this because it's a It is. That's a, that's a great, that's a, I like that segue. You're a pro. Thanks. It's written by Brian Level and Andy Eisenbach with art by Kate Sharon and letters by Micah Myers. I mean, it's a, it's a really good looking book, man. It, it's, it's, it's pretty. Well, and it's well written. It's a really great book. To, to follow your, your great segue, I think we need to get to the shindig. Nice. <laughs> Brian went upstairs to change into something nicer and he comes down looking like a member of suicidal tendencies. That's wonderful. That's all right. That's how I dress all the time when I look nice. I just dress like sure all the top buttons should be done on that shirt. Yeah. Are you telling me to have it loose, dog? No, I'm saying keep the top one button and the rest loose. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'll go like straight Venice straight Venice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> now I just hear the song. Hey. Yeah, that's awesome. Dun, right, dun, dun, so, dun. so we have the entire creative team for uh, Chain to the Grave on this podcast. I've, ne- I've Kevin and I have never done a show with this many people, so <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid wreck. I'm afraid some of it's going to be like conversations you hear on public transit, like people just talking, and that's <laughs> fine too. I'm just really excited uh, about having all of you on. Andy sent me and Kevin an advanced copy of the book, so we got to read it. First thing I want to say, Andy, is that fucking print was so small. I am an old man with old eyes. It was very hard to read, Andy, with the small, small print hurt my eyes. But the book is fantastic, and we have all of you here. Um, Let's, Brian Level, I guess, just go down, just say hello and who you are and what you do and how this thing has all worked out. Uh, I'm Brian, and I co-wrote this with Andy. And then, Andy, you go next. Uh, I'm Andy Eschenbach, and I wrote the book with Brian. And, uh, yeah. All right, and then Kate. Hi, I'm Kate Sharon, and I drew the book, and I colored it as well. And then, last but certainly not least, Micah. I'm Micah Myers. I lettered the book. There you go. And this is 
This is the entire creative team for uh, Chain to the Grave coming out. It's actually out tomorrow in real time. This won't come out until Monday, so it's in comic shops right now. Hello to all of you. Hi. Hello, thanks for having us. Of course, of course. Well, Brian, we've had you on the pod before. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. It's no, no, you're <laughs> wonderful. Like, you were great. We had a really yeah. good time talking to you. It was a lot of fun. Um, Andy, we know I know Andy through living in Cincinnati and going to shows and stuff. Micah, we know Micah from because I used to live in Virginia Beach, so I know Micah through there. Kate, we've actually never met before. So how did you get hooked up with this motley crew of weirdos? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I actually met Brian because a mutual friend of ours, Ryan Ferrier, actually um, brought me on for something else that they were writing together that I'm actually drawing now that's, you know, currently in the works but hasn't been announced. And um, uh, and when the first time Brian and I hopped on the horn to chat about that project, it, like I think we talked for what, like four hours or something or something like that. It was just kind of like, ah, we click, it's good, we friends, yeah. it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And so, you know, we've just been friends ever since. And he is also my uh, my tattoo artist as well. There you go. <laughs> so are you in Cincinnati? Like, are you in the area? I'm actually in Savannah, Georgia currently. Okay, okay. Um, because I'm teaching at Savannah College of Art and Design. Wow. Uh, I'm uh, uh, teaching in the sequential department. So I get to teach all these these new folks uh, how to how to make the comics. That's awesome. That's okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, so you hooked up with Brian, and then how did Brian pitch this idea to you? Like, how did how did you get attached to Chained uh, to the Grave? Oh, um, you know, hey, had you visited before we approached you about Chained to the Grave? Well, there was there was a, a there was a friendsgiving where I know I was talking to Andy about doing something together because you know, Andy's cool. Andy's and, cool. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like in the short list of things that you had, Andy was like, there was a couple of like short stories and then there was like, oh, and this pitch. And I think I was like, what's this dot, dot, yeah. dot. Yeah. And I think that was it, question mark. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it more after that, but that was the beginning. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so tell us how did this whole thing come together then? Like, so Andy, was it originally your idea and Brian liked it and he hopped on? Were you guys working on this in tandem? Like, how did this come about? We we made it up in IHOP. Like, we just started talking about the characters first. <laughs> there you go. Okay. And then, yeah, just getting each other hyped on whatever character or whatever scenario we could put that character in and then jotting them down and organizing that and then turn it into a plot outline. And, you know, but it all started, yeah, it all started late night IHOP mission. That sounds, mm -hmm. that sounds very Brian Level-esque. You are the, I guess, the patron saint of you know, like late night. 24-hour uh, diners. Yeah, like that's your jam. <laughs> I swear to God, if I die and anybody tries to like uh, saint me for anything, that better be it. Yeah, the patron saint of Waffle <laughs> yeah. House and IHOP, Brian Level. Yep. Because yeah, oh, Denny's as well, bro, Denny's. There's too. Denny's around here? Where? It's Walton. It's way down south, though. Okay, yeah, I'm not going down all that way. No, I'll take you down there. I'm not gonna, I barely cross the border anymore. Like I, I stay in Ohio. I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. It's very it's a classic, classic Kentucky phobia there. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, there's nothing over there for me anymore, man. Like I, I venture that way every now and then, but you know, unless I get a call from you saying we're going to Waffle House, then I'll meet you there. But other than that, it doesn't really happen all that much anymore. But yeah, so, so you guys hooked up at the Waffle House. Now you guys are doing a Western. Now Westerns are one of those things that's a hard sell, man. Like, did you kind of feel you were up against it immediately? Or how did the whole thing kind of work out? Did you try to talk yourself out of the Western genre or what? 
No, we just went for it. We weren't really thinking about it. We didn't really give a shit, uh, pardon my French. I think, like, we were both kind of, like, Andy and I, at least, like, we kind of came at it like, well, this is just tight. Like, I think Andy and I both kind of share, like, a certain amount of, like, eh, who cares, like, about, like, what people think about it. Because we know stuff, like, we, we think stuff's cool, so we assume there's other people. Like, we're not that unique. We're, like, we're the only two that think it's cool. So, like, we just kind of felt like, well, if we think it's tight, so will some other people. All right. So far, so good, right? It's so it's working out pretty well, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in fairness, like whatever appeal that it had, um, like what Kate and Micah brought to it, just increased that like tenfold because it went yeah. from being somewhat niche to being like weirdly, like extremely, I don't know, like right. appealing <laughs> in a way that I can't yeah. really quite describe. The artwork is beautiful. Yeah, the like, colors are amazing. It, yeah. it just pops, man. Like, it looks amazing. Because when I first yeah. heard the title, I was like, okay, this is going to be a, like kind of a spooky horror thing. And you open it up, and there are elements of spooky horror, but it's almost done like in a in like a cool kind of cartoony way. And I really dug that. It's, it's kind of a nice juxtaposition, you know? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was one of those sort of things where like um, – I have been doing a lot of license work. Like I've done probably like what, like 25 books or something like in five years. Um, And it was all like Amazing World of Gumball and Invader Zim and My Little Ponies and Rugrats and um, a little bit of Labyrinth and stuff like that. And it's all been great, but it's all been me drawing on model, like in other people's style for five years for, you know, 25 books and hundreds and hundreds of pages. And so... I mean, you know, because a couple of those were graphic novels in there. So like literally like hundreds and hundreds of pages. Um, And so when uh, uh, Brian and Andy and I were, you know, talking about this, like they had, they had complete faith in letting me just kind of like really let my freak flag fly and get to really unleash what I've been wanting to do and have had to kind of, you know, hold back on because, you know, when you're, you're, you're doing license work, you're, you're, you got different masters, you know? Mm And, uh, and, and like I said, it was great work. I don't regret any of it, but boy, howdy, has it been so fun to like, just like, just completely let loose and, uh, you know, especially with the color, like the color has been, I, I, I'm I'm excited for you guys to see the, the issues to come. Like, I really feel like it's settled into its rhythm and, and the color is just really, really seeing in those later episode or episodes yeah it's, it's fine television. it's yeah yes. whatever yeah, yeah hollywood cool. call us this would actually make a really good a- TV absolutely TV. meant episodes <laughs> and it's cool too and i know that andy digs the book because as you were talking about the future episodes andy started smiling kind of from ear to ear like he was really jazzed about it so what's co- so they look so good bob i <laughs> 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 can't help uh, it there was like I actually got to see them. T- I did a. I went to the comic store and signed some today, uh, for the release tomorrow, and I got to see them in print. And they like as good as they look online. They look great in print. So okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ask this for selfish reasons. Which store did you go to to sign? Uh, comics to games. Uh, oh, okay, okay, over in Florence, Carson, right? Yeah, 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 yeah that's yep, Florence. Comics, the number two, and then games. It's that's uh, awesome. T- Tess and Mike's spot. Yeah, Word. they asked me. They asked me if I would sign some, so like, I was glad to oblige. That's awesome. That's very cool. Now, how did you guys hook up with Micah Myers? So, Micah, you basically letter everything. Like, yeah. Somehow, some way, you managed to find a way to letter every book in existence. How? How do you do this? I I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> I, oh yeah, uh, brother. 
I don't do much <laughs> of anything else but letter. Um, yeah, it's 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 a burden, but uh, it's nice getting paid. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice seeing your name in the store. I love yeah. how like we've got Kate's like the colors popping. It's all this, and and Mike is just like I'm just here to get fucking money, bro. <laughs> like, Hell yeah! There's there's Wait. one guy there's one guy on every team. Like when you watch the old like Dirty Dozen movies, that's <laughs> I'm just in it for the payday. You know what I'm saying? And I love how that's your role in this, dude. I dig. I make the letters pretty for the money. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, there seems to be like a real kinship between the four of you. Like it just—it's so natural and kind of fun. I, how did that kind of come into play with the book? Like, was it just very much like "fuck it, let's just do this and have a great time with it"? It's just like how much of the, your friendship kind of influenced the work. I mean, it wouldn't exist without it. I don't think so. It's kind of the bedrock of the whole thing. Um, like, at, at least from my point of view, like this thing wouldn't even exist if it weren't for. Uh, well, Andy and I just kind of shooting the breeze. Yeah, that's for sure. And then I think, Danny, was I working on stuff for you before this, or did I work on stuff with you because of this? Which way did it uh, go? Yeah, you. We, we had worked together before. Yeah. Okay. And the 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 face thing, the the anthology. Yeah. Was that started yeah. before this. Yeah, it's it's still okay, not yeah, finished I yet. Couldn't, I couldn't remember. If, I knew one followed the other, but I couldn't remember which way it went. Yeah, we started making shorts together in an anthology I've been working on. Oh, that's cool. I don't, all, all of us just seem to hit it off pretty easily. And uh, I think it also, like, our friendship all, like offer, offers us the opportunity to have enough respect for each other to kind of let each other do our things. You know, I think that really came into play here. You know, it really came from that trust that, like, I, you know, I, I knew that, like, you know, the story that the boys gave me, like, they trusted me to just whatever I was going to do they had that faith in me like and I knew that like and so it was really comforting to 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 try some things that I wouldn't normally have done and and uh and then I knew that they'd have my back and, the, and if they didn't well then we would just yell at each other and get over it and it would be fine <laughs> was there any yelling and tears shed about this whole thing because if anybody looks like a crier it's Andy Andy's the oh, one yeah the first in the I'll tears. cry right now you really do it let's go, let's go. <laughs> do it, I do can't it. I, I was bluffing oh, I have a hard time crying. I cry at the drop of a hat <laughs> is me <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if there was really much, I don't know if there was really much of a conflict at all on anything, uh, even like when Andy and I were kind of talking about it, like there wasn't really in, like a, like much, it was pretty just extremely natural and smooth. I mean, it's not like, like we didn't have notes for each other or whatever, but they were so minimal, I think. Yeah. Mostly the notes were like, damn, that's fucking sick. Oh, the yeah, notes were, much. no one Brian the level, the notes were, oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. Fucking badass. <laughs> now that's tell us, because Kevin and I have a process when writing scripts together. What is the uh, Andy and, and Brian kind of process of, of writing a script together? How does that work out? You want, uh, you want me to take it or you want to take it? You, you can go ahead. It's fine. It's an Andy process. Like, no, I'm, oh, like no. he puts he puts in so much fucking work. Uh, like, and I'm like, I'm always extremely spread thin. And so he's like, hey, like, is it cool with you if I tackle some of this? I'm like, well, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> like, and so like we like, I think like on the front end, you know, we do a lot of talking and writing stuff down and kind of like sorting some shit out. And Andy's like a big note taker, like, uh, 
like uh he's a process guy i think like you kind of have a methodology to things like he's very organized um or at least he gives the appearance of it at least if he's not he's fooled me um and so like it, like we kind of go through and get like this sort of chaotic thing and then talk through what could happen and how things could happen and then th there's always like room in there for for other stuff but once you kind of get that down um then he kind of just went and wrote the scripts like and i kind of went through and did some rewrites on some things but i mean it was really you know like if we're really talking divisional labor like he was you know, he champed that well it's kind of nice too because brian's really brian's really good at editing so you bring the script back and brian reads it and has all kinds of great suggestions and there was one other fun thing too he wanted to be the voice of one of the characters like no matter what i want to i want to write the dialogue for this one particular character i want to be the things that this guy says and have we seen this character yet and can brian do this voice we have not seen this character yet and i don't even know if the voice is even remotely well it's so everything he says is so inappropriate that i um, figured that was you oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it gets a little creative with the swearing that was i'll take credit for that you know if you know, sorry mom or whatever you're supposed to say there you're not sorry yeah, you're not. You're not. Uh, I said whatever you're supposed to say. It's disingenuous, but I'm going to say it. I mean, you yeah. can say whatever you want to on the podcast. Yeah, I want to hear an example yeah. of your creative yeah, swearing. Now I do now, too. You, now I'm intrigued. Uh, my interest. I think at one point he told somebody to get the fuck out of his eyes. Pretty good. Now, Micah, as you're lettering that, you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a, a big horror guy, so the fact that the book is a lot more, I would say, comedy. I mean, it's a horror setting, but with a lot of comedic touches to it. Yeah. And that's definitely awesome. I like that a lot. Um, it, it, it is a, uh, I do laugh a lot when lettering it. That's okay. good. There's a lot of times, there's a lot of times like I don't even read while I'm lettering. I kind of just, yeah, because I'm trying to get, you know, through it. And Well, you got 98 books to I'm, letter, I'm, dude. Like, you're a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I am definitely reading this one because it's, it's funny. It's, that's it awesome. is, yeah, I'm, I'm a, definitely a fan of, of uh, the the writing. Now, uh, Brian was saying, Andy, that you're a process guy. You want to like show us how the sausage is made and tell us some of your process. Or you're going to keep that shit in tight so nobody knows the Andy uh, method. No, I mean it's it's no. I just I have like a recipe box with note cards in it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks all it looks all organized, but if you looked at the note cards, you'd be like, what the fuck? You know, there's like. <laughs> all over them and like i draw on them sometimes too and yeah the it's secret like, eisenbach sauce that's what it is right <laughs> yeah. and then i lay that stuff all on the floor and like stare at it for two hours and then i start typing 13 yeah. verbs and pronouns <laughs> yeah, and he says that he says that but then like you get a script and it's like literally broken down like okay act one is this many pages like like on like page one like will give you like a straight up like how this is like structure has structure in the script so like he can say that, but then the, he's playing him. He's 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 playing. He's structured. He's structured and extremely like. Oh yeah, it, it's great. It, it gets I need to there. have you come in and talk to my scripting classes. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. 
I just want to see this this recipe box. That's what I'm interested in. Like, well, does it have like pumpkins and shit on it? Like, maybe well, say, is it something it's a like little one. seventies like and it's like carved wooden and it's got like carved little fruit all over it? I, I picture something more cardboardy that has like a very kind of country, maybe some ducks on it. Like you know, like oh, a geese. It's got to have those little white geese wearing yeah, bonnets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. That's what <laughs> that's what my my recipe box would look like for Andy. Or little colors that separate the different acts or whatever. So you like a blue act one and then act two is red it goes with like all the all the other recipes in the box like my mom used to have this old betty crocker one that like like was plastic and stuff. yeah those were the best that's what i was thinking yeah. that's what i thought of and it had like the the recipes were all color-coded for like oh if you're trying to make chicken this is good. <laughs> andy were you trying to make chicken is that what happened were you trying to make chicken no, no, he, no. He he. What he's, he calls it a recipe box, but really, have you ever seen uh, Hellraiser? Yeah, um, like, <laughs> that's the trick. Now, yeah. Do you also keep weed in your recipe box full of ideas too, bro? Is that where you hide your stash, dude? No way. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's the actual secret ingredient of the books. Weed. <laughs> Yeah, I look at so much weed when I write it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so up to this point, we don't know, and the audience doesn't know what Chase the, uh, Change to the Chain to the Grave is about. There so um, tell us what it's about. Each one of you can tell us from your like each one of you is gonna have a different perspective. That's the that's the funny thing about working in comics. Like each one of you is gonna think it's about something different. So that's gonna be amazing hearing four different people talk about the same book. <clears throat> Andy, take lead on that. Uh, well, you know, on the surface, it's a supernatural Western, you know, a little bit of humor. Uh, it's a story about a, an outlaw that's back from the dead, going back after the treasure that he buried, uh, kind of being used as a human treasure map. Uh, but it's also about bad decisions and the blast radius they make. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, to add to that, you know, is a lot of, I think a lot about uh, Roy coming to terms with who he is, like the sort of, like the path that his life had and now the path that his sort of, I guess, uh, unlife is kind of putting in front of him. Uh, so like with family and legacy and all that, like kind of the cost of all that and that intersection of, of ultimately death. Uh, and there's some badass fight scenes with like a guy with a grave chained to his arm. <laughs> which is which is a which is a cool touch. I dig that. It's a great visual. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's definitely all that, and I you know was picking up a sousal of of uh, generational trauma and um, a hairy dog man's ass. So mm -hmm. okay, that's all right. Really, what I love drawing the most. The hairy dog man's ass. I mean, we, there's got to be something for everybody, and the kids love the dog man. So you put the dog man, and then you got a smash yeah. right there. So there Not you go. Necessarily a fortune. <laughs> this is the first I, I book I cannot give to my niece and nephew, and I'm like dying, like because I have a, a actually my niece and nephew are the same exact age as, as Brian's boys, and like I've been able to give them every single comic I've made thus far in my career because it's all been you know kids books, and this yeah. one I'm just like. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> you just you can't have this one, and not sorry, the next dudes. one either. I'm sorry. <laughs> and there's a, there's a little too much dick neck in this one. Oh, <laughs> dick neck. There's there isn't uh -huh. as much of that in the later books, but there is definitely some 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 sack shadow. Some, some oh yes, yeah, so there's some sack shadow. Some yeah. Sack shadow. Yeah, a little wow. a little sack flank. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some just side some side sack. 
spot black, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Micah, what's your take on the book? Um, I know, follow I'll Sack that. Shadow, Micah. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a tough act to follow that Sack Shadow. Shaft and Shadow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have fancy words like the writers do. Um, I just a, a revenge uh, chase story. A lot of funny, a lot of fighting, good oh, fights, yeah. a lot of Some, cool colors. A lot of deal, um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, that, that's that's one of the co- first things I noticed about the book is just the the coloring scheme of it was so different, but not in a, you know, Dobbs got different in a bad way, but just cool. It was definitely cool. And just, you know, that, I mean, that uh, the colors really blew me away about all of it. I mean, the art and the colors are just so great for the story and for the book. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, come for the art, stay for the fun story. That's what I say. That's not the wrong with that, yeah. Now, was, yeah. it, was it intimidating <laughs> at all? Was it intimidating at all, Kate, like drawing a book for Brian, not necessarily for Brian, but working, I guess, with Brian because he's such an artist of a high caliber? Like, did you feel any like, like man, well, I hope he digs this, I hope he likes this choice, or was that an easy process? It, the intimidation didn't come from the like his skills, although his skills are ridiculous. Like the man could lay out a page, like I mean, like, not do, this. like do Brian, you're good, dude. Like, <laughs> you're real good. like the Stradivarius <laughs> of, of page layouts. Like they're Jesus good shit, Christ. right? And uh, you know, and so like that is very impressive. But really, my my nervousness more came down to like. You know, I love these guys and I didn't want to let them down. Like they were putting, putting oh. story in my hands and I wanted to make sure that I, I did them proud, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say, say you did awesome. Yeah, I'd say mission accomplished. Yeah. If anybody's yeah, letting anybody down, it's going to be Andy. Like Andy's yeah. going to be the one that should tell <laughs> on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take his own career. <laughs> I need to hurry up. If he, I'm trailing behind him then. I got to start some more sabotage act. <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say the the emoting that the that the characters do on the page was was great, Kate. So like like you like you really start to feel for this this cowboy and and his situation um, through his faces and and things like when, and you get that he's getting the gravity and weight of it, but it's too late uh, for him technically to have those emotions. So like it all weighs on him, and you can and I, I think that is also um, like symbolically the grave. That he has to carry around. So yeah, totally. One th- I heard recently, uh, and I and I think maybe all of us could relate to this in storytelling. Um, Clive Barker, I was listening to him talk, and he had said, uh, you know, he tries to sell people really big abstract ideas in his stories, but he also aims to make the stories as entertaining as possible. Um, and so when we're kind of talking about like family and legacy and all these things, like in generational trauma, like like the way he like those are huge like huge heavy things and he was like he was like I always think about stories like a river um and it takes a faster river to carry bigger stones um and so like like to him the ideas or like the themes are like stones and he like really tries to keep this thing moving so you like almost don't get like weighed down with the stuff and he can bring these things to you and I was like holy shit like like that I totally relate to that because I'm like like try to not like get too hung up on the exposition of a feeling or whatever but just like letting the story do the work and I was like man like that it's like like, I don't know, I just really related to that with Chained, I think Chained, like, especially with Kate's, like, Kate's, like, really, really quick and, like, intense art, it kind of, like, keeps that river moving, so we can kind of keep punching these ideas in, like, and just kind of, like, like, it's very natural. 
Well, you know, it was definitely something, I mean, like one of the, the shameful things about my process, and this is something I have to constantly be like to my students, you know, do as I say, not as I do, is that, uh, you know, to get that immediacy, to get that, that liveliness, um, I don't like to draw the page over and over again, which is very much the traditional, like you do your thumbnails and you do your layouts and you do your pencils and you do your ink. She's and describing me on the so page bad. By the time you're done. <laughs> I, but uh, the best part about that is I love the voice you were doing. You do the And, do and I'm over here like, mm, that's me. <laughs> like Brian, like, like so hardcore process where I was like, I do, I do thumbnails in a, a, a graph on like a piece of graph paper, literally like six boxes by 10, because that's perfect little translation. And then I take a picture of it and then I blow it up in my 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 file on Clip Studio, and then I ink. Like there's no pencil, there's no wow. layouts. When unless unless someone needs to see it in between, like if an editor calls for that, like I literally go from thumbnail straight to inks. And That's crazy. It's all about I I need to catch that 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 energy that you get when the first time you put that pencil to the page, you know. And I know me, I overwork everything to death. And so if I did all of those steps in between, if I did that pencil, I'd get all the good shit out in my you know in the earlier steps, and then. Mm -hmm. Like I said, you'd be left with a dead fish on the page, and like, what do you do with that? Um, yeah, but I bet you could draw a good dead fish. I mean, I mean it, you know. it would look cool. Yeah. I bet you would rock that shit out. I bet you could do that. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this thing is. I mean, I can't stress it enough, and I don't want to sound like because I know Brian and Andy and Micah, so I don't want to make it sound like I'm I'm kissing up here. But like, this thing is fucking beautiful. Like, because when I again when I heard the title, I thought like, and I know Brian, I know his sensibilities. Brian's a horror guy, so I thought something was going to be kind of grim and gritty. And you have that, but you're able to do it in such an expressive and colorful way. Like it just totally threw me for a loop. I was like pleasantly, I was like, this thing is fucking gorgeous. Like it is, it's beautiful, man. Like you deserve all the kudos you're getting for this. It's, it's, it's perfect. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot to hear that. You know, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. You know, I haven't had stuff that's been my style out on the shelf I mean, like technically ever, like I've done web comics, but then, like I said, I had that run of like 25 licensed books. And uh -huh. so this is kind of my first creator owned, like my voice, you know, art wise going out on the shelf. And I couldn't have asked for, you know, better uh, partners in crime for this though. Like, good God, like <laughs> making books with people you love, <laughs> is mushy, but like, Shit, making comics with people you love is the best. Like, you're, I yeah. into this, you know? Yeah, it, it really is. Like when it feels like a job, that's when it sucks. But when you really like, kind of like you said, you catch the energy, you're working with people that you love and you care for. It's just, it's so magical. And, and I think it, it it reads on the page. It's really, it's really well done. Oh, thank you. All right, so the first issue comes, the first issue's out already. It came out last Wednesday. So like how many issues are we looking at? Like, is this a five issue arc thing? What are we doing? It, for, yeah, it's five uh, off the rip, and you know, I guess if it makes a billion dollars, like we could revisit. But <laughs> we 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 do we Andy uh, and I talked about where we'd like to go if the opportunity you know presented itself. But as of right now, we're just we're lucky to have five. So that's awesome. That's great. That's really great, man. And how is uh, how's IDW? Are they are they excited about the whole process? They love you guys. They love what you're bringing to the table. They've been really great. You know they helpful in all accounts, letting us run with it when we, when we want to, and uh, giving us good advice when we need it, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. They've been very communicative too, which is great. 
which is hard to do in comics sometimes. <laughs> I know, it's, a, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, you'd assume that you shouldn't have to pat someone on the back for that, but like, they've been, they've been extremely communicative and prompt and all that. Yeah, it's, it is weird because in comics, that is the one people ask like, so what's it work like working with Scout? And I say, they answer emails, which is fucking amazing. Like that's the, that's how low the bar is sometimes. So it's nice when you get that kind of feedback, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so this thing is out. Uh, it's in stores now. Go go to your local comic shop. Pick this thing up. It's just it's just it's just good, man. Like it's just it's damn good. I'm really excited for you guys, and I'm happy for you because, like I said, I know three of the four now. We know Kate, and it's just I'm. It's good to see your friends do good work. So congratulations to you, dudes. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank it's you. wonderful. It's wonderful. Right. Anything else you want to say? Anything else? Where can all right? Let's do Brian. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Brian underscore level. Uh, Got to have that underscore for some reason, like an idiot. Uh, and so at Brian underscore level. And on on Instagram, uh, it's Ill, I'm not trying to do the Ill, it's a it's my tattoo shop, Illuminat Tattoo. But okay, uh, I L L U M I N A U T T A T T O O. If you search Brian Level, you'll find me. Okay, um, it's my it's my tattoo shop email. But Twitter is just my name with an underscore between them. All right, and Kate, where can we find you on the social media? Uh, at Kate Sharon, K-A-T-E-S-H-E-R-R-O-N. And that is Twitter, Instagram, email, and website. See so. how easy see how easy that is, Brian? See how easy, see how easy yeah, that that's is? That's all you had to do. Look, I'm, I'm a chaotic motherfucker. What am I going to do about <laughs> it? I got a brother in marketing who like seven years ago was like, you better get your handle, like your name as your handle for Twitter or else I'll disown you. And I was like, sure. Thanks, Bob. We'll do. The <laughs> only fuck, the true, true story, true comic book story. The only reason I have an email email with my name in it it's because jim valentino yelled at me like seven years ago uh that said what the fuck is this email if i'm going to be communicating with you i need to know who it is what and was so, the like, what was the original email address that jim valentino yelled at you about? it was it was bullets and teeth uh, extremely unbranded <laughs> bullets and teeth at yahoo.com yeah, yahoo so uh that's what i've had since i was like 15 years old uh-huh that's awesome that he called you out on your 15 year old email that's wonderful uh, if there's anything Jim Valentino's no stranger to is calling you out for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael, where can we find you, friend? Um, I need to switch to like Kate does where it's all one thing. Uh, my website's michaelletterscomics.com. Uh, on Twitter, it's Micah Myers, M-I-C-A-H Myers. Not like following. Uh, uh, on Instagram, it's Micah underscore Myers. But I mean, pretty much if you search Micah Myers, it's going to be me. There's not that many people with my name. Uh, and your have... bibliography has to be fucking insane at this point. Like, <laughs> li- like, how many books have you, like, if you had to count them all, right? How many books do you think you've lettered in like the past two years? Oh, in the last, how many weeks? Two, in two the years. last two years. <laughs> two years. <laughs> two years. <laughs> <laughs> See, that motherfucker said weeks. You mean weeks? Oh, okay. Like a million, like a million uh, last, fucking books. Two years. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it would definitely be, it would definitely be over a hundred. Uh, I was going to guess 150. 150. Yeah, that's, that probably sounds right for two years. Because it seems I like every. Many, I, I can say how many pages I lettered last month because I actually started keeping track of that. Last Whoa. month I lettered 243 pages. Good God, man. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. I drew that many. Me too. <laughs> I am boasting yeah. about like my 25 books in five years. Shit. I ain't got to catch up. And, and Andy, Andy, where can we find you on social media, Andy? Andy Eschenbach on Twitter, E-S-C-H-E-N-B-A-C-H, and uh, strangecrime.com. 
There you go. You yeah. guys are, are so wonderful. And Andy, you're also a tattoo artist, yes? I am. You, yeah. and you, do you want to, I mean, I guess, like, do you want to plug your tattoo shop or I, do you not give a fuck either way? I, I run Flying Tiger Tattoo in Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful shop. It's it's a very uh, hip neighborhood you have there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but you're in Pleasant Ridge, yes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, it's had a bit of an upswing lately, I guess. It has. It really has. Ple- Pleasant Ridge is nice. Yeah. We need now, to manufacture like a tattoo grudge between us when we do interviews. <laughs> you guys want to start that? We can do it's that now. We got to cut promos. Got to cut promos first. Like, like Brian, a wrestling like, match. I get, you know, it gets serious when I'm about to unbutton the top button. <laughs> yeah. So don't make me fucking unbutton. Okay, this, bro. you could be in the middle of this because Brian has tattooed you, but Andy has not. Andy, you could take that shit personally. So I know he's got the hood on my hands because Brian's too much of a chicken shit to do my hands. So. Oh. <laughs> She's What's cool is that Kate Andy. isn't afraid. You know, my favorite thing about Kate is she's unafraid to lie in public. That's my favorite thing about her. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. So, so, so Kate is saying that you're afraid to tattoo her hands, but Brian, you, you're saying different. I think that afraid is a little bit, uh, a bit of a stretch. I'm That's not a bit of a stretch. I'll make it. I'll give you that. But you would rather. Not. I'd rather not. Why not? <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of reasons. Well, give me. I don't. Give we, me. We need. We need two. Two. Give, two. Well, number one, reasons. I don't love tattooing hands. Okay. Uh, and uh, like, I don't like, so I guess, sure, there's an accuracy in some of the fear. I don't want to bum Kate out, like if I don't nail it. Um, and we kind of have an established working relationship that I don't like want that to do that. You know, I don't want to bum her out. Um, also, like, I tend to overwork hands, like, uh, it's just kind of like I, I do a lot of layering when I tattoo. And so I just kind of have this habit of overworking them. Um, that's just a deficiency in my process. Uh, so I try to be really judicious about what I do on hands. Uh, so if we're getting real about it in public, that's okay. why. Right. I no, tell I people that. You, hun. Honestly, like. Uh, <laughs> well, well uh, I'm going to take it extremely. Now I'm, I'm going to go to bed crying about it. So. Well, you ain't going to bed for like another like nine hours. So we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um, now, Andy, how do you feel about tattooing Kate's hands? Do you not give a fuck as long as the check uh, clears? No, no, no. I give a fuck, but I know I'll do a good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 shit. oh, shit, son. What? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm not, no, Brian oh, would this do a is, good job too. He just thinks too much. It's like the source sure, yeah. here all of a sudden. Like Andy is firing shots now at Brian. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll give him, we'll uh, give him all the shit, and, but oh my God, you guys, the ink that Brian has put on, I mean like anyone else's body, but like mine like is just gorgeous. And like, yeah. it, it really stings. And like the, I, I, I get so many Did compliments. you say it stings? Brian's really Ooh, hard when he, he does this? Oh, it does sting. Oh my God, he's so heavy handed. <laughs> I heard Andy's real gentle. Like <laughs> it's like there. a kiss from an angel. He's pretty light. I get it. The colors are gorgeous and they they just have are just beautiful and I get compliments everywhere I go. So I know I've been giving you shit, honey, but it really honestly like I love every piece I get from you and I want more. And I'm I don't love it to be done. So I can no I don't I don't I don't take any offense to it. I think it's funny because Andy and I are just talking about tattoos like tattooers talk about tattoos and (laughs) everybody else is like oh my god and we're just like what (laughs) this is how it is dude I'm trying to get fucking downloads by manufacturing oh, fuck yeah. I forgot I said that guys. I'm sorry you know what yeah. fuck Andy what fuck f- Flying Tiger Brian uh, you fucking trying <laughs> to get listeners man this you wouldn't believe the shit I have me. to change in these scripts it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> shit's whack son it's whack 
We can't have no Waffle House after this interview. That's, that's no, it. So you guys are going to sit on no, opposite ends and play mean music on the jukebox at each other. <laughs> and that shit will be tight as fuck. And it'll be We're just awesome. like eyeballing each other from across the place. Like. <laughs> yeah. What would your dueling jukebox tunes be? You know, if you... <laughs> That's a good oh, yeah. That's a good if question. You want to kill somebody in Waffle House? You play the Waffle House theme song. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to have we're trying to have one person die, not a whole ass riot. <laughs> I almost got in a fight at a Waffle House for playing the Waffle House theme. Really? Song. Yeah. Truckers hate that shit and they take offense. Why? Yeah. Like I, I'm not familiar with the Waffle House theme song. I mean, I remember hearing it because I spent a lot of my teenagers at Waffle House, but I don't remember the the lyrics to it. Can you sing it for me, Andy? How's the song go? Like, look for that big yellow sign. Morning, <laughs> noon, and night. Look for that big yellow sign. Come on in, we'll do you right. That's all I got. But so why would <laughs> take offense to that? I don't understand. Because they'd rather hear some racist shit from David Allen Coe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> for real, deep? those motherfuckers in there blasting fucking David Allen Coe and shit all night. Is that on the Waffle House jukebox? The Waffle House jukebox game is, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's Spotify. That's all it is, and you stick quarters in it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. David Allen Coe. Oh. Yeah, dude, that's what they're after. <laughs> I, I was shocked. I mean, I'm an IHOP guy. They don't have a jukebox. Yeah. That's because I'm right. classy. Yeah, they have Muzak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's worse, but I mean, whatever. It does, it doesn't have that. Mean, well, the extra had... money on those 52 different syrup flavors. That's why they don't have any extra money left over for you. You're right, but you can't you can't mess with that that blueberry syrup. That that is I delicious mean, on some pancakes. I mean, <laughs> you could have a Waffle House waffle, and uh, I would be like, uh, I'll take a Waffle House waffle and maple syrup over any fucking flavored syrup all day long. Ooh, oh, <laughs> waffle waffles with ass. Words. All right, so if you had to pick, Brian, you're going to Waffle House every time. Every time. Okay. What about you, Andy? Where are you going? Oh yeah, I would pick Waffle House. Okay, so what, Kate? Um, I would probably do actually. Um, oh God, this is gonna sound stupid, but there's it's called Clary's. It's this diner down here in okay. Savannah that like does like it's the best greasy spoon. If you've ever seen the movie Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, okay, yes. So oh. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh All my right. God. They're, they're, oh, fancy. They're, it's so greasy. Their grits are swimming in butter and shrimp, and it's delicious. It's so oh, very, very Southern. <laughs> awesome. What about you, Michael? Where are you going? Oh, Waffle House. You're a Waffle House. Hell man. Yeah, that's my guy. <laughs> that's, my, that's my friend right there. You guys gonna get together and, and grab some Waffle House? All right, I dig that. But once we're vaccinated, say, dude, you can't stop us. I mean, right? <laughs> Waffle House is great. I I'm mean, an educator. I'm on the list. What group one oh, be in Georgia? It's oh, coming shit, for real. Send me some pictures from Waffle House so I can have some uh, some heart so, palpitations. So there's actually some a Waffle House down the street from my apartment. I'll have to roll in and just take a quick snap and be like, Haha, as soon as I get that 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 first good good shot of mine. Awesome. <laughs> I can only imagine what if you walk into a Waffle House with a mask on, what the truckers would have to say about you. Oh, I mean, I, going anywhere sure with a mask down here, people got shit to say. You know. <laughs> Hmm. I'll tell you what. Tell us. No, I think I just told you. <laughs> Do tell. Yes, I want to know. Let's hear it. Bob like, wants, a, wants the goss. I want to hear What's some gossip. Goss? I've been in a load in my house for almost a year. Let's let's talk about this. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Georgia. Like, don't y'all know everything that's been going on in this state? Because yes. everyone's been watching us for the past, what, since like August or something? Yes, you guys have a terrible governor in Georgia. Oh my God. 
who can't make up his mind about what he wants to do. So, you know, I'm a recent transplant, like I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, but, and I've only been teaching now, um, like year and a half or so down here. So, um, I was originally going to like vote, um, uh, you know, uh, absentee from Missouri because Missouri's got some shit going on too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they need some blue votes. Uh, uh, and then after Kemp tried to pull his shenanigans this past year, you bet your ass. I definitely registered as a Georgia voter. <laughs> That's I awesome. Dude, I did my duty. That's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> That's fun. <clears throat> All right. So I guess um, anything else, any parting shots, you guys want to get anything else out there while you're doing this or are we good to go? Brian Level is a bitch. Oh! Yeah, I'm a bitch. <laughs> he just I'll left. Just, Brian just I peaced out. Brian I'm just dead. Out. Dude, he killed me. Oh, he killed you? That's awesome. Uh, guys... No, in, in response to that, I would like to very seriously and gravely threaten Andy by letting him know uh, that it's been nothing but a pleasure to be on this book with him. Oh. And uh, everybody has been incredible. So, <clears throat> like, uh, genuinely, like, this is my first writing credit professionally. Yeah, I guess. that's like, cool, right? You know, I've been, I've had stuff in anthologies and stuff, and not that that stuff doesn't count, because I'm very proud of all that stuff. Uh, this is the longest thing that's ever been published that I've kind of helped write and uh it's a really big deal for me and to kind of do it with my friends means the world to me that's awesome you're trying to take everybody's job now you writing and shit son i mean it's not bad enough that you're a great artist now you're a great writer too well i mean that that if it's bad then andy wrote it if it's great i wrote it all <laughs> it's true andy are you prepared for that like are you prepared for the like are you prepared for the this joke really lands and brian going that's my joke motherfucker I Look, straight true. up if it's a dick joke i probably wrote it <laughs> <laughs> no does does brian write all the dick jokes is that how it goes yeah i guess some of the dick jokes are mine and some of the dick jokes are kate's too really okay <laughs> so kate you got to contribute dick jokes to this as well okay the, the visual gags <laughs> yeah oh the gags oh this is uh this is wait was that inappropriate i really tried to i really tried to swing that one out i was like man i'm gonna knock this one and then it got no laughs it was super fucked up oh no i already <laughs> tried to spin it into something better and it was like it was dead on arrival sorry yeah, i gave you like a okay clever that was huh, yeah yeah Sometimes yeah, that's we needed like get. some of those Letterman, like those Letterman cards, like applause. You, know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to try it again, and 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 we can all just kind of ha 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 and clap it up for that one, or are you good? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I can do that in post. I'll add that shit in post production. Just a so big like roar, just, like a crowd roar. Like a, like <laughs> a soundboard, like like a zoo, morning zoo crew type, where you're just like awooga. <laughs> yeah, just play just play audio from the movie The Mask, oh. and we'll be alright. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Test you can just drop in. Do not go in there. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, just bleep God. out my joke with like a really long bleep. That'll be funnier than the joke I made. Oh, God. Way, I'll figure something out for you. So this book nah, is man, out. You can save it. It's fine. <laughs> Word. All right. So this book is out now. Head to your local comic shop. Pick up Chain of the Grave, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And I mean, I would say for six people in a Zoom meeting, this went pretty well. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Went very well. Thank you for having us. This no, no, great. this is on you. Kevin and I are not good at this at all. This is you guys are entertaining <laughs> and fun, and we appreciate having all of you on. Uh, the this is my second time on here, and I hope you all have me again because I love talking to you guys. Brian, I love I love Andy. I love you. You got Micah. You're wonderful too, Kate. We've just met. This is this is like you guys are like a match made in heaven. Anytime you have anything you need to promote when the trade comes out, feel free to come back, and we can just talk about waffles. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see you tomorrow. All right. 
this was lovely and it was so lovely getting to meet you guys and everything thank you so much thank you That was, let me see if I got everybody's name. That was Brian Level, Andy Eisenbach, Kate Sharon, and Micah Myers. They're the creative team uh, from Chained to the Grave from IDW. That book is in comic shops right now. Go pick that up. It's, I mean, again, Kevin and I were talking about this before we hit record to exit the the recording. It's beautiful. It's it's a lovely book. It's a really, really great book. I think you're really gonna dig it. So it, it's like it's like a western via adult swim. Yeah. So like if you were watching an adult swim show that should that was a western it would be this book. So like I would I definitely recommend it for fans of anything on adult swim going and checking out Chained to the Grave. Yeah dude it's really cool man. And if you want to check out Chained to the Grave, you know what let me see if they have it. I'm going to go to thewordbros.com right? And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to thewordbros.com which is our website. I'm going to click on our things from another world banner that is on our website. And I'm gonna type in chained to the grave. Come on, man, what's up? Where you can get, possibly you can get chained to the grave and, and tell them the word bro sent you. Yep, you can pick up chained to the grave on things from another world. So if you wanna check this book out, um, and your local comic shop doesn't have it, just go to thewordbros.com, click on the things from another world banner and type it in the search box and boom, there it is, chained to the grave. You could pick that thing up, boom. And thank you to Things From Another World for sponsoring the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, so yes, yeah, so check them out. They're doing a lot of cool things. That's TWAF.com or just go to wordbros.com, click on the banner, the chained uh, Things From Another World banner, click on that and it'll take you right to the store. So thank you very much to Things From Another World for sponsoring the show. And, and Brian, I mean, excuse me, uh, Kevin, Brian, because I'm looking at his name. Um, Kevin, that's another one in the books, baby. It is. And if you also want to buy some of the, the Word Bros books to add to your collection, if you go to thewordbros.com and click buy our books, you can do just that. You can I, buy any of our books. You can. And I even added a Who Are the Word Bros page with a nice picture of us when we when I had short hair and we're clean cut and out in the world doing stuff. Back before COVID made, yes. like, weathered us and made us look like we were uh, actually characters in The Road Warrior. Yeah, so it's, it's very cool, man. So yeah, go to thewordbros.com. Check out everything we got going on there. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We'll be back next week uh, with more guests doing more things and having more fun. So again, Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com. <laughs>